We're chatting this afternoon with Justine Murray. She is the sales administrator at the Travel Hat and a wonderful and comprehensive representation service which spans South and East Africa. The Travel Hat is one of those phoenixes that have risen from the COVID flames and is three years old and in a short space of time now represents 23 properties, many of whom are small owner-run boutique-style establishments. Now, we know that startups and small establishments need muscle in order to get the marketing spin out there as we compete in global markets. But the Travel Hat has been very innovative and offers a comprehensive service that is able to span many continents, even with a representative in the UK, and Justine herself, having started in this industry at the tender age of 19, is a dedicated professional with a passion for the natural world and a diverse background in the tourism sector. Justine has made her own jet-taking journey from the small town of George, having migrated to Botswana, and so has a very nice overview of the whole African experience. She is really bringing her life's work and her life experience to this great little establishment called the Travel Hat. Justine, what a wonderful way to end a week chatting to you from the Travel Hat in your role as the sales administrator. I'm fascinated to hear about the journey that brought you to this point. Yes, so um, yeah, I came down from Botswana and um I was applying for a few jobs and I've gone into this position now. I initially started off as a just a sales administrator for the admin side of it, um, but have quickly been brought into the sales part of it, going out to see agents, training them on our properties that we have in our portfolio um, and engaging with those that need it. Fantastic. So quite a nice migration from George to Botswana and to Cape Town. I think that one needs to have an innate desire to explore in order to make those migrations. Do you agree or disagree with that? I completely agree with that. And <laughs> my, my prior knowledge to this position has always been on the on the complete other end of um, the receiving of the guests and being at the lodge. So it's good to be on the other side of it for a change. Being Having come from the other side, you also know the challenges, the needs. So it's phenomenal to be able to collate all of those skills and bring it into one space. And uh, what a nice space it is. Something that uh, comes out of the flames of COVID, which is the travel hat. Now, I know that there are 23 properties in the portfolio. So I'd love for you to give us just a general overview of where they are located, because we are going to be taking this journey exploring with you as you introduce us to the properties inside of the Travel Hack portfolio. So let's start local in Cape Town. Tell us about what you have here. Yes, so the Travel Hats, um, we are African-based. So we have Southern African and East African. So if we're going to start local, we have our Western Cape properties. So they stretch all the way from a villa in Camps Bay. We have a few more villas along the way um, in Stellenbosch. We have a guest house in Somerset West. 
Um, then we have another guest house in Neisner. Um, then we have one in Robertson. Um, then we go all the way up to Paul and Plett, where we have a few more um, properties up there. Um, and those are the ones that we have in the Western Cape. And then we'll go up to the Eastern Cape, where we have two safari properties up there in the Eastern Cape near Addo Elephant Park. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have one property, um, Kololo Game Reserve, which is in Limpopo. Um, and then we've got two properties that are in the Kruger Park area. And then let's let's head outside of South Africa and see what you have for us. So we've got one property in Kenya called Sentinel Mara. And then we have three properties in Tanzania, Hatari uh, Lodge and Shimata Camp and Salu Impala Camp. And then we have a property just off Zanzibar on a little island called Pemba, and that property is called Fundu Lagoon. Wow, that's quite a diverse grouping of properties and uh, a nice offering for potential clients who are wanting to have an African experience. And that's not yes, just definitely. south, but, then, you know, the, the entire African continent. It's a nice yeah. place. Definitely. And then we lastly, we do have Botswana um, that falls under Southern Africa, um, which mm -hmm. has got one property in Grasslands there. So if somebody was wanting to book with the travel hat for any of these properties, how would they do that? So uh, we have a mother company called Proactive Hospitality Solutions. So when a property comes to us, they employ the, the services through Proactive. Um, so we I, we do a full turnkey service, which we do the reservations, we do the online marketing, we do their Facebook, their social media, um, and then we do sales, which is the travel hats. Um, mm -hmm. all, all a property can employ individual services where they just want to do sales or they just want to do reservations. So how the travel hat works is that the tour operators will come to the Travel Hat or they'll approach us and we will send them the information of the property that they need. We will then also send them the rates that they need so that they can go and put the itineraries together and then they will then contact our reservations departments in order to make a booking at that property. Well, it sounds like a well-oiled machine and what are your most important source markets, Justine? So we have source markets from all over, um, depending on the, the different properties. Like Kololo, they are mainly Dutch-focused, and they have a lot of Dutch mm -hmm. clients that come that way. Um, some of the owners, they, they ask us to target Russians and Chinese people. Um, so it all depends on each property is very different from the next. So we have to treat them individually when we are targeting different source markets. So it's quite diverse in terms of your client base as well. Now, being the sales administrator at the Travel Hat, what are some of the joys and pains of this position? Um, the joys is definitely getting to meet different people um, and going to see the properties itself. 
The pains are sitting behind a computer, replying to emails, which I'm sure everybody can relate to. Um, when you would rather be out on the road doing things instead of replying to emails. Um, and with time differences, I'm sure. Yes. Yes, of course. But uh, the devil is in the detail and it is the nature of the beast. So yes, I think uh, the lows come with the highs of the customer interface. You know, if you're in sales, I think the, the most exciting, the most rewarding part is seeing a happy customer on the other end. 100%. So, Justine, we're going to be journeying with you. We will start in the Western Cape and then head to the Eastern Cape. I'm really looking forward to that process. And uh, I think we're going to end in Pemba. So I'm super excited about that because we have some African travel planned as well. And uh, as you might know, the show started in the Western Cape and then has just expanded We've just covered Bali. We're going to be covering the UK in the next couple of weeks. So it's pretty exciting that, um, you know, our parts are sort of aligning at this point. And uh, we are looking forward to seeing all of these beautiful properties through your eyes and hearing about them as we journey with you through the various parts of uh, our beautiful continent. Yes, well, thank you so much for giving us this opportunity and we look forward to exploring all the different hats that we have to offer. Thank you so much, Justine. Looking forward. My bags are packed. I'm ready to go journeying with you and I'm super excited about having you as my travel hat travel companion. We're very pleased to have Lisa Grossal who is chatting to us today from the beautiful Capricorn region. Lisa will be able to give us a nice overview of what the Capricorn region has to offer. But let's first hear from Lisa and how she came to be this person in her life's journey and in her career path. So Lisa, welcome and tell us a little bit about Lisa Grossal so we can contextualize for our listeners what that is all about. Hi, Janet. Thank you for um, hosting me on your podcast. And yes, uh, my name is Lisa Grossel, and um, I'm the director of two companies, Timbele Ecological Services and Nature's Way Adventure Safaris. And uh, my journey has always been a passion for the environment and conservation. So I initially um, started my journey um, actually um, in the military corps, in the veterinary corps, in, in the veterinary services. And while I was um, working in the military corps, I actually did my conservation studies. So I've always been affiliated to conservation. And then I did, I've always been involved in horses and I went How over. How fascinating is that, Lisa? I mean, what a paradigm <laughs> shift. It's yes, wonderful yes. to meet uh, a multifaceted guest on our show today. Yes, yes, well, and like I say, you know, I always say if you want to be good at something, be passionate about it and you always be good at it, you know, and if, if you can keep that passion alive throughout your career, then you you ha will have no fault. So I'm very grateful. Um, but yes, and then I went off to the Okavango Delta and I did horse safaris there. Um, and then your life brought me back into the Capricorn um, and Limpopo region. And I started up a little company called Nature's Way Adventure Safaris, based in Polokwane in the Capricorn district of Limpopo. Um, and that's a good 20 odd years ago. <laughs> um, and over a while, Nature's Way went. But at the end of the day, what happened was um, 
you know, I went very much into ecotourism and many people said, but you study conservation and environmental sciences, you know, how do you blend the two? And I said, well, you know what? The greatest purpose for me and one of my greatest drives and love is environmental education. So if you can take people on a, a really bestoke um, experience out in the bush and you can actually get them affiliated to nature and say, you know, you can have, if not more fun being in the bush than being, um, you know, having a, a fine dining at a, at a great restaurant, come out and do this with me in the middle of the bush under the stars with candlelight dinners and the marimba band playing. And suddenly there's this, huge love and affiliation to the bush so i always say you know that's where my conservation uh contribution comes in is is the education that i have um with people um so yes nature's way is very much a, a diverse um company that does from team building to environmental education programs um right through today to us right throughout the limpopo and particularly the capricorn region well as the person who's constantly playing in the capricorn region lisa what can we expect to see when we make a visit to Capricorn? Well, you know, I'm sure that you've, you've been speaking to a whole lot of, of um, role players uh, throughout the Limpopo, and we have got an incredible province. And I must well, say... I believe that there that, are, I believe that there are five regions. So yes. I'd love to hear from you about Capricorn. About the Capricorn. So um, fortunately or unfortunately, if you come through Capricorn and you don't know any best, so you would think it's the most bland of all of them. And, and typically it is. I mean, Polokwane is the capital of, of the Limpopo province, and it's really a, a commerce center. But the biome itself, the Polokwane Falls to grassland biome, is actually a very, very critically endangered biome. Um, we had a presentation done not very long ago, and it was actually highlighted how much of uh, the world's area is covered in this particular biome, and it's 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 a ridiculously very 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 low amount of vegetation type, um, and that makes it very very special. Um, it's also because it's on a plateau, and you've got the high felt biome coming in, and you've almost got a, a low felt biome coming together. You've almost got an ecotone happening, and this is what we call a transition tone. And when you have that happening, you often get a diversity of vegetation, and bioflora and fauna that occur. So this is what happens in Polokwane and in the Capricorn district area. Um, this is one of the birding hotspots. Polokwane Nature Reserve is one of the important birding areas of our country. People think, why? And it's specifically because you're getting this ecotone of habitats occurring. So that's something very interesting and unique to, to Capricorn is that we've got this biome where you get this transition from the high felt and the low felt and the bush felt coming together, um, which makes Capricorn very special. Well, it's quite interesting to hear the various atmospheres that one can experience whilst there. And it sounds very diverse. And you're absolutely right. If you don't have somebody guiding you through, you'll simply drive through and think that's it. What a what a sleepy hollow. And that's why resource mm. people like yourself are so important, Lisa, because you literally navigate us through all the beautiful hidden gems and experiences that Capricorn has to offer. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, I'm very so passionate if I, about If it. I flew in, how would I access Capricorn? Where would I fly well, in? You would fly into Polokwane International. Not that I, I don't even know if it's got the international status anymore, but the Polokwane Airport, it is still functioning. There is, I think, two flights coming in with Airlink every day. So mm -hmm. you could definitely fly in and make it very accessible. Great. And what would my choices be in terms of accommodation and things to do and see? 
Well, we've got the uh, the Fusion Boutique Hotel, which has actually been, I think, for more than five years, standing the world's um, most awarded boutique hotel, small boutique hotel in the world. That's <laughs> had the, the top prize every year running. So it is also a very um, renowned and well-known hotel. We've also got the Ranch Hotel, which also gives a kaleidoscope of activities that you can do in a bushfire environment, literally 10, 15 Ks out of Polokwane. Um, So, yes, you know, you can either go very opulent and go – the Fusion Boutique Hotel with five-star accommodation and, and over-opulence. Or you can go um, to a very comfortable um, type of setup, such as the Ranch Hotel. But there are a lot of guest houses, some very, very nice guest houses throughout the Capricorn and Polokwane region. You know, obviously, being the, the business hub of Limpopo, um, you, would, you would expect that. And what are some of the activities? that we can do Lisa. Okay so well Nature's Way Adventure Safari is my company that is based in Polokwane. We offer a holiday tours out of Polokwane and then we offer um, exclusive tours in our Polokwane Game Reserve. So the Polokwane Game Reserve as I said is, is something that I hold very close to my heart. Unfortunately at the moment it's not run optimally and it needs a, a little bit of tender loving care but it's run under the management of the Polokwane municipality and as I said it has actually been registered as one of the most important bird areas in the country so we should as a province really nurture this little reserve and bring it back up to par and standard that we can get our international clients in there. Um, we do a lot of game drives, we do horse trails out of the Polokwane Game Reserve, we do team building, we do conferencing out there um, and then we, we really pride ourselves of the dinners and the breakfasts and the lunches that we do out of the Polokwane Game Reserve. Everything is done and set in wilderness areas of the reserve. So the, the whole idea of, of having a low impact on the environment comes to play where you'll be driving or you'll be walking or you'll be riding a horse through the bush and suddenly you'll come across these beautifully laid out, eloquently designed um, tables like an East African safari setup and you'll have a, a full spread of a, an English breakfast and a champagne breakfast or a sundowners and dinner in the bush. Yeah, out of the Polokwane um, uh, CBD that we've got the Polokwane Game Reserve. And then we've also got a really beautiful um, reinstated uh, natural heritage area called Makoni Malaka. And they basically recreated the homesteads that were originally there 253, 400 years ago of the Northern Sutu people. Um, so that's a beautiful um, cultural um, experience to go to Makoni Malapa and, and have a look at how the, the Sutu people, uh, you know, a few centuries ago lived and how the modern Sutu person lives in a modern um, day village. And there's also a few how beautiful to be able to experience the rural and the urban culture all in Absolutely. one. Absolutely. And, and, you know, to be able to relive that, I think, is pretty powerful because there's such a big focus on understanding the communities that surround us and also yeah. understanding ourselves through those experiences. So very, very special to have that, Lisa. Yeah. And I think that I personally yeah. would be really excited to do something like that. Yeah. No, we are. We're very blessed, like I said, Polokwane, to have these little activities literally on the doorstep of our CBD. Um, you know, you can come out of a high-profile meeting in the middle of town with Anglo Platinum and suddenly be, be transported into a little wilderness area and have dinner under the stars and feel that you 
you know, halfway through the center of Africa and not not realizing that you're so close to a city. So, yes, I, I really do believe that we've got a little gem sitting on our doorstep, but does need nurturing. And I think that needs to be highlighted. We need to up our game on our Well, that's exactly again. why we're chatting to you, Lisa, because we want to encourage our tourists, our domestic travelers, our international travelers to come out to your area and experience some yeah. of this wonder and that yeah. there's resources that yeah. uh, can be enjoyed and they're so diverse, so rich. And, uh, you know, for me, it's fascinating just chatting to you to hear yeah. all that is on offer at the area. Absolutely. And then the, the other really, really nice thing that I offer my international clients when they come through, because I, like I said, I, my Timberley company, we specialize in AV tourism which is a market that's really flourishing at the moment. Birding safaris throughout the world is one of the fastest growing tourism facets that you can find. Um, so we get international tourists coming in here on a regular basis and we do a 21-day South Africa tour and we inevitably wow. end up in the Capricorn region, this bland habitat that people would ride right through because of certain species of, of birds like the short-crawled lark that is only found in two places in the whole world. And one of them is in, in this particular dry, arid um, habitat. So I think it's very important that we nurture and we promote these little hidden gems and get them back up to the status that they should be because if we don't look after these biomes they're not going to be here in 10 years time and the habitat which those birds and the the animals that occur there will be gone so we're losing biodiversity at a rate of note if we don't look after it well lisa certainly just fascinating talking to you and i'm excited to visit the limpopo province it's got so many resources so much to see and do and eat and and love, you know. Um, mm. I'm sure that our listeners would be excited too. So thank you so much, Lisa, for joining us. And we'd love to hear, you know, your uh, must-dos. Have you missed something out? Is there something else you'd like to share with us about the region? Yes. As I said, um, Capricorn really is something that you'll just ride through and not even blink an eye, um, but we've got some amazing must-dos. So the one um, tour that we offer is a tour to the Malechi and Malechi Nature Reserve. So Malechi is a village literally 15 k's out of the Polokwane CBD, and it's seeped with history. It's one of the only villages where you still have a royal kraal and a kingdomship. So there is a current king and there's a queen. Are and you serious, Lisa? And I this thought, what I didn't realize. I had no idea. Yes, and what I didn't realize is that King Molopo is a, a king of over 500 villages in the Capricorn region. So he's quite a powerful king. So all the, 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 the tribal lands fall under him. Um, and people obviously revere their kings and um, they've got the most amazing homestead. And we've been very blessed to have a, a local inhabitant that's a, a well-known priest, teacher, and Sangoma that lives in the Malechi uh, village. So when I bring in clients, um, he is our, our local ambassador for, uh, for Malechi, and we actually get to meet, if not the king, we get to meet the, the, the queen mother, and we get to walk around the, the, the royal kraal. And if we're lucky, sometimes we're there when they have their very, very entertaining um, ceremonies. They have the most amazing brass band that runs. Um, we get to take our tourists on a, a donkey cart through the Malechi village, and 
where they can go and have a traditional tavern meal with traditional maroch and chicken feet and sheba. And then something very special is that we can actually take them to the Gorma's practice and have them throw the wow. bones for our people and uh, ceremonies. And it's just something that, that's really I so think that close tourists to living in just, Tourists local and international would just love, love that. Because yes, it's an immersive it. experience. It's Absolutely. immersive. It's engaging. It yes. really will give people an opportunity. Absolutely. And then we've got the Malechi Nature Reserve, which is also a, a reserve that's run by the province and is so neglected and run down, but it's got a vulture critically, critically endangered. So again, it's it's something that needs to be protected and highlighted and educated by. So we need to introduce people to it and we need to find means of of really looking after this vulture colony that is at Malechi Nature Reserve. So that's definitely a must be and must go to the, uh, the about an hour away out of Polokwane, still in the, the Capricorn region. It's so super exciting. I'm packing my bags as we speak. It's so incredible. There's so much to do. You know, culture, heritage, food, wildlife, bird life. One is really spoiled for choice. So, Lisa, thank you so much for navigating our journey through the Capricorn District. We're really excited about the exposure, and I'm sure that our listeners are also now have their interest peaked and will be heading your way very soon. Thank you so much, Lisa. It's been great chatting Fantastic. to you. Thank you. Thank you very much.